Welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. The title of this week's lesson is The New Covenant Life. The key text is from John chapter 10 verse 10. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Shall we pray? Everlasting King, the one who reigns supreme over the universe, we are set to study your word again. Speak to us, dear Father, and bless us with your word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Throughout this quarter, we have been studying the covenant, God's plan for our salvation from sin. Through the lessons, we have studied about the grand finale of the covenant promise, which is eternal life in a new world. In this week's lesson, we will learn that though there is a grand finale at the end of time, God does not want us to wait until then before we begin to enjoy the covenant blessing. He wants those who by faith have entered into a covenant relationship with him to enjoy some benefits here and now. In this lesson, we shall answer the following questions. Why should we feel joy? On what basis can we claim God's promise of full joy? What is it about a covenant that should free us from the burden of guilt? What does it mean? To have a new heart. Question number one. Why should we feel joy? This introduces us to the first sub-lesson titled Joy. First John chapter 1 verse 4. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. In this text, John revealed one of the immediate benefits of a covenant promise. There's a great difference between happiness and joy. While happiness is triggered by external factors such as getting employed, being proposed to by a fiancé, winning a contract, or getting promoted, joy comes from within. It comes from knowing that no matter what happens, God will fulfill His promises in our lives. Joy comes from knowing that though things may not be fine at the moment, God will surely work out His will in our lives. While happiness is temporary, joy is permanent. It is this joy that God has promised those who have entered into a covenant relationship with him. John's emphasis was that God's covenant's children will feel joy not because of the events around them, but because of what Jesus has already accomplished for them. Question number two, on what basis can we claim God's promise of full joy? We're introduced to the next lesson by this second question, guilt-free. Romans chapter 1 verse 8. It's Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. People who commit serious crimes, such as murder, somehow always feel a sense of guilt. We may not have committed murder, but from time to time we also feel some sense of guilt. We do things we are not proud of. We do things we remember and we feel ashamed that we were ever connected with such actions. But one of the immediate benefits of having a covenant relationship with God is that we are now guilt-free. We do not need to live under the stigma of guilt anymore. Thanks be to Jesus for shedding the blood of the new covenant. In this covenant relationship, Jesus, the Supreme Judge, has accounted us guiltless. So we are now free from guilt. Romans 8 verse 1, John 5 verse 24, Romans 2 verses 24 to 25, and 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21. 
this is one of the greatest promises of living in a covenant relationship with God. Though Satan continues to whisper to our ears that we are bad, that we are too sinful, that God will not accept us, but we only need to abide by the conditions of a covenant, faith, repentance, and obedience. And like Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness, with the word of God, we can cause Satan to flee. We can remind him that Jesus has died for our sins. Question number three. What is it about a covenant that should free us from the burden of guilt? The next lesson, New Covenant and New Heart, answers this question. Ephesians 3, verses 17 to 19. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all sense what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. We had studied in our previous lesson that as part of the new covenant, God will write his law in the hearts of his covenant children. But today's Bible text reveals that it is not only the law of God that will be written in the hearts of God's covenant people, but that Christ himself will dwell in their hearts. This shows a close link between God's law and God himself. The Greek word translated as dwell also means to settle there, giving an idea of permanency. This is another great and immediate benefit for those who have entered into a covenant relationship with God. When God's law and Christ himself dwell in the heart, then the heart will be changed to become a heart of love and faith. New thoughts and desires will grow in such a heart, and nobler and holier goals will be pursued. Notice that Paul stressed the point that we must be rooted and grounded in love. Faith will mean nothing if we are not rooted in love but God and love for others. But this can only happen when we catch a full glimpse of God's love as manifested through Jesus. Jesus himself taught that love is the greatest of all commandments. Matthew 27, verse 47. Matthew 22, verse 47. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Question number 4. What does it mean to have a new heart? This brings us to our next lesson, New Covenant and Eternal Life. John 11 verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. There are two dimensions to life, to life, to two dimensions to life for the believer in Christ. 